הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדרכנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש עם השבר עצמא בשבחת רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו לעם נחנו ועמקו חוכמה רבנו נחנו פגה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו והכל יסל אמן אז ברוך השם This idea, when you steal a person's money, you're actually robbing this person of his children. Whether of his children now, that God forbid they could pass away, or even that his future children could, should be taken away from him, God forbid. And we saw all the, the ramifications of what this does, of, of uh, thievery does. Now we, we hop into the next uh, section. Still in the same section, but um, the next idea. Vedano. That sometimes, even when you take a person, money, it's possible that with this, his sons are not diminished or damaged, and the wife, of, sorry, the, that his sons aren't damaged, and the wife of his soul is not diminished. Because in spirituality, the soul feels the pain and the suffering, the great suffering that it has to go through. When this person is robbing him, the soul of the, of, the, soul of the victim feels this pain. Why? That he feels the pain um, um, of this robber who is like literally a murderer of souls. Rabban writes, A literal murderer of souls. That the soul of this victim feels the pain of um, whenever this robber is trying to come diminish the light of his wife's uh, soul and to come steal the souls of his children. So what happens whenever the, um, the robber is approaching? That the wife, the woman, she contracts her, her light And she retracts and shrivels up. She actually gathers together the parts of her soul. So that this robber doesn't take away and nourish from her. And uh, nourish from her light. And so that her light doesn't become diminished. Until literally, sometimes the robber is not able to overcome this woman. And to receive from her light. And even though the robber sometimes takes the money of, the, her, of her husband. With all of this, the still, even though the robber took um, the money, nonetheless, this woman still strengthened her soul. And her soul contracted itself and gathered um, its parts. And this robber did not allow Uh, wasn't allowed to take from her light. And this money that this robber took from this man is not money at all. It's only mere dust. Because of the fact that there's no light involved at all. Um, this money is in the aspect of gold dust. As it says, And Kesef Nechshav, that silver was valueless, because of the fact that this silver and this gold has no light. That's in Divrayamim. 
that the Kesef was valueless. How was silver valueless? Because the silver, the money had no light. For the woman contracted herself that she, she, that she was stronger than the robber. That she didn't allow the robber to take from her light. And just like there is an example of this in this world, for there are trees in the country of Hungary, that when a person comes to uproot them, that actually the, the roots begin to retract and contract themselves, these trees shrivel. They actually don't allow the person who's trying to cut them off to take it. This represents Kiddushin, the marriage. Uh, um, marriage. When there's something, for when something is lacking wholeness, then there is a grasp to the evil side and the klipot and the evil forces. And as we saw above, the soul is in the aspect of the female. And this soul rests between the evil forces. For the for the soul of or the the female the the um the female aspect is always drawn closer to that side of of the is always placed among the klipot she's closer to the evil forces meaning that her position is placed there it's not a god forbid to say that she is closer to evil in in that she is, she is worse. Chaz v'sharom. It's that her position where she's placed in this world is at the feet, it's at the bottom, where all the people try to attach. That's where her, her situation is placed. For she's dispersed and she's driven in their midst constantly. That her feet descend to the death. That the feet that we saw above, which is the money of a person which stands up on his feet, which he said, what's the money of a person? It comes from the woman. Who is a, who corresponds to a man, that a man's nefesh it parallels the woman's nefesh ruach and neshama as we saw in the kitvah of the arizan. So we see that the woman is placed at the bottom, and that is where her her um, her work is among the people. Therefore, when she sees this silver or the monetary equivalent of that silver, which is the aspect of the completion of her light. In the hand of this man who is coming to marry her and to complete her. So when he sees that this man who wants to come marry her has the money which completes her, uh, her soul which is lacking. Or her light which is lacking, sorry. This is why she desires him and she longs for him. So that this man should complete her light and collect her dispersed parts from among the evil forces. To take out her feet from the death. This is a great phenomenon that Rabbeinu explains that no one seems to understand why, but Rabbeinu is teaching us the secret as to why in this world the woman is attached to money and um, why the wife is constantly um, in need of money, etc. Because that is where her neshama is. That, that We know that the money stems from a woman's neshama, that she's trying to take back what she, belongs to her in the first place. That the money actually stems from her. It belongs to her. This is why we do the marriage with Kesef. That we know in the Mark Kedushin that there's three ways to acquire a woman. Kesef, Shtar, And Kesef is one of them. Silver. Because by means of the fact that we're completing this woman's light through the silver, now she has nothing lacking. Through this, she's sanctified from impurity. This is why we call marriage 
um, kiddushin, because what? That through the marriage, which is done through money, she's sanctified, she's mit kadeshet, from her impurity. The Yotzami ben and now she's been, emer she emerges from the evil forces, from the husks. And she's acquired and sanctified through this money. For money is the complete light of this woman, or of any woman. As a matter of fact, this is the language behind the word kiddushin. That she's sanctifying herself and readying herself to leave from the impurity of and to receive holiness through this person who's trying to redeem her. And all the business, the masao matan that this man, this business, that this person's engaged with and profits from with this, he's actually completing his wife's light and collecting her part. For he constantly needs to collect her light, to complete her light. For he is the one nourishing the tree, the branches and the fruit. That we know the tree is the thing that, that uh, nourishes the branches and the fruit, but who nourishes the tree? That's the man. That by means of the fact that he's nourishing the woman, completing her, through this the tree grows its branches, meaning that she, now she's able to shine. What we're saying here is is beyond words. It's it's something that any person can see. A person with a little bit of eyes and a little bit of sech can see this in the real world. And a woman who listens to this can really see the the depth Rabban was talking about here. The, how he's t speaking about everything in its spiritual root right now and why everything behaves the way it does and why the women feel the way they do and why the men has to do what they need to do with business, whatever it is. Aben was explaining literally the way of the world right now in this lesson. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. And we know, as we saw above, that the trees make the fruit, the branches make the fruit. That the man nourishes the tree, the tree Grains the branches and the branches bring the fruits. This is why the man gives her this marriage document right after the marriage. The Kiddushin. And he, in, he reassures the woman with this Ketuvah. That I will labor, I will honor, I will support and I will provide for you. He says. Because what's he saying with that? That he's ensuring this woman that he's going to complete her light constantly. Because what's her light? It's the money. That he's going to complete her light through the money that he's going to go get. This is the same, this is the aspect of a state right, inheritance. This has to play, this plays within that subject. Which belongs to the children after a person passes away. Because when the fruits emerge, sometimes they still need to nourish themselves from the branches. Therefore, whenever these branches sometimes pass away, they are no longer able to nourish themselves from the branch. For the branch has stopped its uh, giving off its nourishment. Therefore, they receive and they inherit the money that is applicable to them in order that they, sh that they should be completed. And their mother receives the light or the remainder of what was fitting to her. Um,
or their mother receives the remainder of what was fitting for her light, what needed to be, uh, what she needed to complete with regard to her light. And this is why, um, this is why there's the taking of a ketubah. And sometimes sometimes the children are not able to take any more light from the branches. Nonetheless, they take this inheritance. This is for another reason. That immediately when the children come out into the world, immediately what comes with them? Their soulmates, their money, their children. That what? They, with them coming to the world, their tree, their branches, their fruits also come into the world. And now the father needs to collect their light. Therefore, it's possible um, that there's going to be to the that the the father will inherit money for his children by means of the fact that the um, the Divided parts um, have been collected. The parts have, that have been dispersed have now been collected. And therefore, Some, therefore, sometimes they take inheritance, estate rights, even when they don't need their mother, even when they don't need to receive light from her branches. Rather, they take um, their money that their father collected through them meaning from their um, from the, the the parts of their light and the truth is that inheritance should not be divided equally because it's certain that each and every child has different um, that the parts of their light their divisions of their light are different they're not equal but it's impossible to give this sort of justice, this law, the way it's impossible to give this sort of power to the to the to the courts of law down here to do such a thing to divide money in such a way. For literally, no one knows how to do these divisions except for the yodea tarumot, the knower of mysteries. And only God Himself, the knower of mysteries, yodea tarumot. Um, only he truthfully knows how to arrange things the way they should be and take um, one thing from another and to, to give one uh, to give another person this so they'll take whatever it is and then um, the person who doesn't deserve that much according to the light of his soul etc of his wife's soul etc will be um, will have things taken away and those who deserve more will be given things uh, will be given things etc you see that there's lots of different aspects here we see here this idea that um, this is all have to do with Yehusha inheritance, and why sometimes even if a person doesn't need the light of his mother anymore, he still receives because um, he also has uh, to provide for his soulmate, his branch, his tree, his fruits to come. Veda, and no, Rabbeinu also adds this idea. That through stealing from another person, stealing from your friend, you will come to a moral thought. Because it's certain that um, he's going to be attracted and desiring 
the wife of his friend that he just robbed. Because by means of the fact that he just stole money from this person. Why? For he stole money from this person and that money is actually the light of this man's wife's soul. So actually he's attached to this woman now in a sort of way. And therefore this man um, has begins to have a moral thought about this um, woman through the fact that she drew herself close to him now. Why? For the light of her soul has been taken away from by this man. By meaning the fact that he took the light of this woman's soul to him. This is why the Gemara Sanhedrin says, One who ever enter, uh, competitively enters his friend's occupation, one who goes into the business of his, of his friend in competition, um, it's as if he literally um, um, transgressed the sin of Eshet Ish, of basically um, being with another man's wife, God forbid. He hasn't defiled his friend's wife, as it says in Yechezkel. Why? For literally, um, he has come and defiled his um, friend's wife I mean the fact that he robbed this man. Sometimes the, the robber will lose his own wife through that robbery. Because by means of the fact that he looked at the money of his friend, meaning the light of his um, friend's wife, what happens is, it's crazy, it's unbelievable Rabbi is telling us that this man, by means of the fact that he's looking at his friend's money, which is literally the light of his friend's wife, with this he's actually rejecting and turning away his own wife. He doesn't want her portion anymore. He doesn't want um, um, his own money. With the light, he doesn't want the light of his wife anymore. The wife of the light of his soulmate. I can he gum can. Uh, this is why she, the robber's wife herself, turns away from him and distances uh, herself from him. By means of the fact that he distanced himself from her and turned away from her. This is why it says in the Gemara Yerushalmi, Let's bring a parable about a woman. That she waits for a man. As long as it was in his mind to marry her, she is sitting and waiting for him. The second he drops his mind, um, um, the second he drops her from her mind, from his mind, sorry. The second he drops her from his mind, she will go and marry another person. So we see this idea that the second a person drops his mind from the light of his wife, which is his own money, and he begins to rob the money of someone else. He's actually robbing um, someone else's wife, and with this, that the wife that was once his will leave him, or wants to distance himself from him. This is why, if there's no wife to the robber, he's able to lose his batzug, uh, his actual wife, his destined wife. Sometimes, the robber is able to to rob from his friend, even the soulmate of his, the the victim. 
והכל לפי תוקף וחוזק תאוותו וחזקו והתגברותו על ממון החברו בעירוב ומעשה. And all of this is according to the strength, the, the power of his desire, his, his passion, how much strength he puts towards stealing the money of his friend, whether it's in thought or in action. Until literally he's able to take away and to overcome his, the, the, the victim's wife. Until literally he could take, the robber can t- literally take the victim's wife for himself. Because by means of the fact that um, he stole the money of his friend, which is the light of his friend's wife. Therefore, sometimes it's possible that this woman herself is drawn after the money that this robber stole from her husband. Sometimes this robber steals um, the wife of his friend. Just by means of the fact that he stole money from her, either by take from him, from the victim, by taking it or even by coveting it, just by chemda. That comes to show you the power of just a thought, a passion, a, a coveting, how far it can go. for no... Because you have to know this. Just by covening, desiring, having um, passion for a, another person's money. Just through this, he's able to steal that, that person's money. Because the thought has great power as is brought in Lesson 193. And also... In um, other lessons, says the mind is the highest faculty of a person. The, the higher you go up a person's body, the greater the power it has. That um, you can see that the legs are able to do things that the feet can't do, but the mind stands above everything else. It's able to do things that we can't even imagine. Rabenu says just by being thought, just with thinking something, you're already there. If you want something, you can immediately attain it. Rabenu says you can attain it. Just by thought. And therefore it's possible that literally a person stole money even if he didn't steal anything with his own hands. Rabbanu teaches us this is the, the most stringent prohibition of all the Ten Commandments. Do not covet. For coveting in itself is a extremely... Tremendous prohibition. It's a chamur. It's very stringent. God forbid. Hashem have mercy. Because just within coveting in itself, there is the power to steal a person's money, his the souls of his children, his sons, daughters, etc. Therefore, there is a prohibition, even in thought, to misappropriate misappropriate a, a deposited item. You need to unrightfully um, take. Um, someone's uh, picadon, even in thought. As we learned in the Gemara Baba Matziah, that a person who thinks of um, of unfairly taking or doing something to a person's deposited item, that um, the dispute over there is only if he's liable um, upon this just like a person who actually misappropriates the item literally but the prohibition everyone agrees that certainly there's a prohibition in just thinking about um, 
doing something wrong about that item that doesn't even belong to you. So we see here um, this most incredible idea that even in thought there's an argument over there whether you're liable. It's just that everyone agrees that it's not allowed at all. It's just um, that, it's pro that it's prohibited. It's just whether you're liable or not in thought. Everyone agrees, obviously, that if you actually do that, that you're liable. But in thought, that's where the argument is. But Rabenu says there's no argument at all that everyone agrees that even in thought, you should not even uh, have that thought of taking away someone, um, picadon or doing something to it, etc. And sometimes it's possible that a robber, a gazan, a thief, um, despises the wife of his youth and he desires and covets the wife of his friend. Can't even imagine that in today's world this is something that is extremely common. And sometimes he wants two things. That he wants his own money and he wants his friend's money. This is the aspect of bringing anguish into your own household. And the Prophet warned us about this. The wife of your youth do not betray. For that which you despise, um, that which you despise, send away. What's the meaning of this? If it's not enough for you, well, you already have your portion. You hate your own money, meaning uh, your own wife. It's not enough for you. Therefore, send. Meaning, rectify this. What's send? Give charity. Which is the concept of sending. Send your water, your bread upon the water. What's the send your bread upon the water? If you see a person's livelihood, which is meager, turn it into tzaka. If you see that your own livelihood is meager, make it into tzaka. Give more tzedakah. Because the reason why your livelihood is so meager is because the evil forces are jumping on the nefesh. Meaning the female, which is your wife, the concept that her feet descend down to the death. Meaning that the wife's light is contracted, that it's being attacked by the klipot. It doesn't have complete light. And through the fact that the klipot are jumping on her, what they're doing is they're nourishing from her and they're making her light lacking. And through this, he has no money. But through Tzaka, he's able to take her out from the Klipot. Tzaka saves a person from death. And what's death? The Klipot, as we saw. So how do you save a person, the, the legs of a woman from death? Tzaka. Meaning, you're able to save the woman from her position before, which was that her legs descended down to death. Now there's no more death because you give tzedakah. With this tzedakah, now you're able to rectify your own money, which is the wife of your youth, and you won't betray her. And this is why it says, that which you despise, send away. Meaning, through the fact that you despise this, rectify this through sending, which is tzedakah. This is where we're going to stop today. Hashem. We're explaining the most awesome secrets right now. Rabbeinu is telling us, wow, what can we even say about such 
awesome words. That's Hashem. May we finish the lesson next um, section, next class, and um, may we have the merit to to earn our money in holiness, to complete the light of that woman, of um, our wife, Bezrat Hashem, our Bad Zug, those who aren't married, Bezrat Hashem, may they find their um, uh, very quickly, Bezrat Hashem, and to be, um, to give tzedakah and to do all the advice that Rabbi was telling us in this most amazing lesson, Bezrat Hashem.